You're listening to the Rad Podcast. Explore wealth. Different model, a different way, different way of doing business. Mm-hmm. Parts of the country, twenty four seven, seven days a week. I was just done with the gurus. If somebody gives me thirty to fifty thousand dollars, that should be a lifetime relationship for Podcast Nation. Because if you give me that kind of money, I have an obligation, in my opinion, a responsibility to see you succeed. Hey, what's up, live audience? It's Dutch. Hope everybody's having a great week. We've been having a fantastic week here. Uh, we are getting ready for our inner circle retreat, and we're gonna have a ton of fun. So today we're gonna be talking about title, and it's one of those important conversations that I think when I first got into tax deeds and tax liens was the most challenging and probably the hardest thing to figure out and really to learn to get it. And so, you know, over the years, there's been a process in order to become a master of working title, a master of of being able to become an expert in that. And so, you know, I think when I first started taking a look at it, I started seeing like, who are the local experts? And, and you, can, you can learn title your entire life, but if you're gonna go into an individual city, and work on real estate and work on doing deeds and liens, you gotta find kind of the local experts. And so in each city, that's gonna take a little bit of work. It's gonna take going to the auctions, it's gonna take doing some Google research in order to figure that out. Now in Houston, right, we, we found Richard Senta and we found his company and then in, in Philadelphia we found a process and in California we found a process, but each time it's been a different process. It's been a lot of hustle and work. Here in California we found a title company that gave us access actually to their online software for, for researching title and in Philadelphia, I mean in Texas, I simply pay someone. To, to do our title research for us. And no, you can go to Harris County and you can do the work and you can do the research yourself. It's, it's this process. And, and so what I'm talking about is there's a couple different things that are very important with title. Uh, the first one is before you go to an auction, before you buy the property, there's a couple things that you're looking for. There's a specific process you're wanting to get down and, and, and understand. And so the first thing you're looking for before the auction uh, that, that you wanna make sure is you wanna understand what are the liens that exist on a property. Now, for, for a lot of tax sales, for most, most states and counties, the rules are, are fairly similar, but they're not always the same. So like in every state in America, I know if there's a mortgage on the property, that that mortgage gets wiped clear um, if, if there's a tax sale, because a tax sale is a superior lien, which means it's the highest level, level of liens on properties. Um, and so first thing I'm looking at are the liens. and so. Liens are kind of like in a pecking order, and so we like to list out our liens, you know, one, two, three, four, five, and there's two types of liens that we pay attention to, liens that will get wiped out and liens that won't get wiped out on the auction. So the first thing we're looking at is we have these liens, so we have one, two, three, four, five, and so we have these liens on, on the property before the auction. So let's say the first lien is a mortgage, right? And now in every state but New Mexico, that I know of, that I'm aware of. Now remember, every county and every state across the country has different laws and regulations. But the mortgage would get wiped out with most tax sales that happen. So that's very important to know. Now the next lien, let's say we're taking a look at, is we're say we're taking a look at a mechanics lien, right? A mechanics lien um, could be could be on the property. We might have a uh, let's see, a, a, a cash call lien, which is like you know get cash for your paycheck. Kind of, kind of lean on the property. Um, we might have an HOA lien on a property. We might have a city lien on the property. 
right? And then let's say as a sixth lien, we might have an IRS lien. So with each of these liens, I kind of want to categorize them and figure out where do these fall into and how do these work. So most mortgages will get wiped out by a tax sale. Most mechanics liens will get wiped out by a tax sale. Now the key is, were these people served notices? Were they, were they notified? And so when you, when you see this lien on there and you're doing the research, then what you want to do is look at the court records. And when you go into the court records, and we get deeper into this on some of our training, but then you go into the court records and see if they were this, if they were notified, right? If they were notified. So if they were notified, then, then obviously then we're in a really good place with this. If they weren't notified, then you might be left into a negotiation position on each of these liens. Now, most of the times the counties are gonna post public notices and they're gonna do different things to say that all parties were notified on these properties. So just because they weren't served, just because they weren't served, doesn't mean they weren't, they weren't, they weren't notified. The cash clause will get wiped out. The HOA, the HOA is not a superior lien, so that would get wiped out. The city liens, lots of times to get paid. Now, city liens typically are small. You know, you know they're, they're, they're for not, you know, cleaning the yard, they're for not cleaning the trash out, and those kind of things. Um, you know, they might be, you know, some other kind of city lien, like they have a water leak, um, and the city had to go and shut off the water at the house. And so these are typically small, but these are typically not gonna get wiped out. The IRS um, is typically not gonna get wiped out either, but here's the thing is the IRS typically has one year, year one year, if I can draw a Y, to redeem the property. And so what redeeming is, what that means is, is that the previous, that's a pretty cool way of doing it, one <laughs> redeem, right? So they have one year to redeem it, which means the previous owner can buy the property back. But what a lot of people don't know and understand is that the mortgage company, that actually anybody that has a lien on the property can typically redeem, can redeem the property, but the IRS has one year to redeem the property, otherwise the IRS lien will get wiped out too. And sometimes you'll find liens on properties that where people have a very common, very common name, let's say like John Smith or Juan Perez, right? Are very common names. And so those common names, you'll see liens sitting on a property that actually don't belong on the property at all. And so it's very important for you to know that you're, these are the considerations. Now, typically in my experience with tax deeds, majority of liens get wiped out. Now recently in Philadelphia, we've been experiencing kind of a, a strange phenomenon where you gotta really pay attention to this. This is something that a lot of people are teaching, not a lot, not a lot is being said about this. And so you need to look at the year, the year of the tax sale, the year that they're claiming that they're doing the foreclosure on, right? Because that's what a tax sale is, is it's a foreclosure. Um, and so the year, this is very important. So if they're, if they're doing the 2012 or 2012 taxes, right? The 2000, see that's how my mind works. I go 2102, I work, I work in a strange way, right? So the 2012 taxes. So what a lot of people don't know is if this goes to sale, right? Then you still might be responsible for the 13, 14, 15, 16, mm -hmm. and even 2018 taxes, right? So you still have one, two, three, four, five years that you may be responsible for. So this is very important for you to pay attention to because that can be total a lot of money. Even if this is just $4,000 a year, you have four plus four plus four plus four plus four, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. So you might have an extra 20K that needs to be paid off in taxes. Now, the reason the counties do this is because they know when the house is gonna go to auction, there's gonna be what's called an overage, right? And so they'll use the overage, overage, all right, I might not have spelled that wrong, but that's all right, overage, 
Alright, so, so there's going to be an overage, and this overage is, is what's left over after the sale. So if they own, if let's say they owe $12,000, 12K in taxes, right? And the property goes to sale, and it sells for $60,000, $60,000, right? Then there should be roughly 50, 48, 48K in overages, right? 48,000. And so what you want to be able to do is you got to contact the county, contact the law offices, right? And get them to push this 48K to pay off this 20K. Now, the reason the counties are doing this is, one, it creates a lower starting bid, which gets more people bidding on the property. But number two is there's all kinds of fees and penalties and interest that they can stack onto this. And so if instead of getting 28K out of it, maybe they get 23K. And it's not even the counties getting that extra money out of this. It's the law firms getting the extra money out of this, which I personally think should be illegal. Um, but, you know, that's I don't make the laws, right? All I do is understand what the laws are and then, and then play the game. So that's title that you got to pay attention to beforehand. And so this all comes down to a mathematical equation. So if I have a 100K property that has a 100K ARV, right? And I go out and I look, I go out, A-R-E, A-R-E-V, A-R-E, right? So if I go out and take a look at this property, 100K, and I'm going to create, let's say, a 25% profit margin. Now I'm at 75K. Um, now that I also say, you know what, I think there's going to be about a $30,000 rehab. Now my max bid drops down to... 45k right so this is percentage profit right this is uh, rehab and so now I'm at 45k now I see there's some liens on there and so let's say I see there's an IRS lien for 5k and I see there's a city lien for 1k on there and then I all the other liens I see on there I think are gonna get wiped out immediately so in worst case scenario I'm gonna go ahead and drop my number down 5K and 1K. So now I'll readjust my max bid to 39,000 on that property. And so that's kind of how I allow these numbers to work for me from a standpoint. The kind of the cool part is a lot of people get really scared of this IRS lien when they're buying tax deeds and tax liens. Now, it's not my favorite thing most of the time when somebody redeems the property. So if the IRS decides to redeem a property from us, it is what it is. I've never in my whole experience, and I'm not a lawyer, I can't give legal advice, not a financial advisor, can't give financial advice. At the same time, in my whole entire experience, the $15 million of property we've bought in the last two years, I've never in my life seen IRS, one, redeem, right? Number two, actually even ever ask us to pay, up, pay them off, right? What I have seen is after a year, what I have seen is after years, I've seen those liens get wiped out. Um, we have one case, our Arp Street property, it had like 19 IRS liens on it, and I wasn't afraid of those. So you don't necessarily need to be afraid of these, but what I like at a lot of auctions is a lot of other people are afraid of them. They, they tend to try to stay away from these properties for whatever reason, and so lots of times I can get these properties with an IRS lien um, for less, for less, which is why we're all doing this. So let's say now I've bought my property. I've purchased my property, and I've got to figure out what to do from here. So there's a couple resources I want to give you for this. One is Orange Coast Title. So O-R-A-N-G-E, right? Orange Coast Title. Orange Coast Title is the best title company I've seen in America for clearing title on a property, for knowing, understanding the tax sales. There's also a company called Stewart Title that, that uh, Orange Coast will, will outsource some of their, their title work to and some of their title stuff. There's also a resource called Tax Title Services which helps you with getting clear title. So what this means is just because you understand title 
and you understand the liens going in doesn't mean you still have to get those liens wiped out and still have to get a title clear so you can either resell the property or go get a mortgage or a loan on the property. And so what this is, is there's these redemption periods and there's just also plain and simple, no matter what the law is, it doesn't matter what the law is sometimes. No matter what the law is, there's the comfortability for title companies to insure title. Because once you have title insurance, now you, you have full retained ownership of the property. And so that insured title is, is super, super important to you. And so in, like in California, though there is no redemption period on, on tax deeds here in California, title companies like to wait one year before they'll insure title. It's just their habit. I found Orange Coast to do it uh, a, little bit, a little bit sooner uh, than, other, than other companies will. I've done that in as little as I think six months with that, um, which is really, really good. And so what we've got to do is, is get these things done to get our title, title wiped clear so that we can move forward with the property and do more, more things with it. And it, it's this constant journey, right? It's this constant process. If you're going to be in the tax deed and tax lien business, you're going to have to deal with title. You're going to have to get it to know more. Now, obviously, we can't cover the entire gambit um, in the, the short video that we're doing live here, but we covered a ton in a really short period of time and gave you guys some fantastic resources to be able to, be able to do it. And, and I'll tell you, you know, there is a few things, though, to remember when it comes, comes to title. One is time will cure everything, patience and time. And so if you're going into tax deeds in order to flip them, then, then time can't work for you. And you've got to use these resources. You're going to have to pay a little bit more money. So if I know that I'm going in from a flip standpoint, I know I'm going to have to take anywhere from at least $5,000 extra dollars in order to clear my title really fast. So you need to take that into account with your numbers. If you're going in to buy and hold, um, then, then obviously you don't need to worry about that because time's going to clear your title. So um, I think there's a lot of good friends on here. Gene Romano, uh, a great cook. I'm not going to stare at the computer for a little bit. Kathy White, to say hi to all of you. Um, Susan and Tori, you always seem to be on too. So uh, love you guys. Uh, we're going to wrap up today's Facebook Live and uh, we'll see you guys on the flip side. If you got questions about title, submit them in the chat box and we'll make sure and get those answered for you. We'll talk to all of you soon. Thank you for listening to The Rad Podcast, an exploration of wealth. For more information, please visit our website, www.raddiversified.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. 